Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotional. I'm reading once again from Morning and Evening Prayers by Cornelius Plantinga. Uh, he's President Emeritus of Calvin Theological Seminary, Senior Research Fellow at the Calvin Institute of Christian Worship. And this book is just amazing. It's a it's a uh, one-month uh, collection of written prayers, uh, one for the morning, one for the evening of each day. And I'm going to read uh, one of the morning selections today about the steadfastness of God, and I am just fascinated by that subject um, in a world uh, of, you know, sort of riddled with skepticism and uh, institutional skepticism especially. Um, in a world where there's just a huge vacuum in, in leadership. Isn't it amazing that the God of the Bible continues to prove himself faithful and steadfast? And uh, when, the, when the tsunami every single day faces you, the tsunami of things you can't trust in <laughs> hit us, um, I just love to turn to the ancient text, the scriptures, uh, unique in their source, timeless in their truth, broad in their reach, and transforming in its power to, to you know, just bring us uh, uh, the hope of the gospel, to point us to the everlasting God uh, who has come in the personal work of Jesus. I'm so thrilled. But Cornelius has this prayer, and I want to read it. It's one of the morning prayers. And I'm going to read it slowly. I'll make a couple comments along the way. And um, then uh, uh, we'll we'll make this the the prayer of our day and our devotions today. Actually, what I'll do is read all the way through and then come back and just pick a few items out. Um, It goes like this. Steadfast God. The idols of the age are glitter and dust, but you are my rock. The idols of the mind are appearance and mirage, but you are my rock. The idols of the marketplace are in or out of fashion, but you are my rock. The idols of this age collapse when people lean on them, but you are my rock. I have awakened to a new day and want to put this day in your hands. I want to think with your thinking, wish with your wishing, and strive with your striving. Give me resonance, O God, with others around me. If my life feels like a song today, teach me to weep with those who weep. If today I feel strung tight or restless, walled in by loneliness or regret, bring me freedom to rejoice with all your children who rejoice. I confess that I'm often smudged by my failures and disheartened by my self-deception. I am unnerved by my circumstances I can't understand. Let your love lift me like a tide so that I float free of destructive pride and faithless 
fear. Float me out into the sea of your billowing love. Can you see that? I can see that. Make your way past the crowding of my little interests and remind me today, tomorrow, and the next day in whose path I walk, to whose welcome I move, in whose promise I live and grow. For surely, O God, my own way is desolate and my own house forsaken. My calendar is thick with things to rattle or undo me. I have no resources of my own for the coming hours. I'll not be strong enough, wise enough, or pure enough to keep from stumbling. And yet, I'll be with you. So, let your strong arm save me. Let the sound of your voice reassure me. And let the pattern of your ways direct me. Surely, you are a God who comes to save through Jesus Christ. Amen. And amen. That's, wow, that's a really beautiful and and poetic prayer. Um, More than that, though, it does uh, express the longing of my heart, perhaps yours as well. Uh, It expresses some of the honest feelings of our heart. And uh, let me just go back to the beginning. He begins by saying, steadfast God, what a great way to begin your prayers. Uh, I'll often say, uh, our Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. And that's a great way to start a prayer to remind yourself of who God is. Where do we get that idea? Well, Jesus in the Lord's Prayer says, begin with God. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So it's it's God's name. It's God's kingdom. It's God's will that we are seeking when we pray. And so he begins, steadfast God. And then as he goes through describing how so much of uh, life is fractured or falling apart or crumbling or whatever, maybe you feel that way as well. Isn't it great to know that there's a str- there is a true north, there is a fixed point on the horizon, and it's God, and he's steadfast. That, that section right after he opens, steadfast God, has a, uh, four lines that all begin the same way. The idols of this age. He says they're glitter and dust. Um, the idols of the mind are appearance in mirage. Idols of the marketplace are in or out of fashion. Idols of this age collapse when people lean on them. And then each time, all four times, the line ends with, but you, steadfast God, are my rock. So you have a rock today. I have a rock today. No matter how strong the storms are, no matter how tumultuous the seas are, no matter how tall the giants we must face are, God is our rock. And uh, then he, he says, I've awakened to a new day and I want to put this day in your hands. That's just great too. I mean, to actually consciously pray to that end. I'm, I'm transferring this, Lord. I, 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 don't, I, I can't do this on my own. I need you to be completely in charge. 
And he says, I desire to think with your thinking, to wish with your wishing, and to strive with your striving. That is to work at what God would have us to work at. And he just boldly asks for resonance, O God, with others around him, he says. Give me resonance, O God, with others around me. Um, In other words, if, if those around me need me to weep with them, and yet I feel like singing, give me the ability, Lord, to see beyond myself and to be present with others, to weep with those who weep. Uh, Conversely, uh, if others are rejoicing and yet I'm down in the dumps, give me the ability to rejoice with all of God's children who might be rejoicing. And then that, that confession, that line of confession, perhaps Perhaps you heard that um, stand out a little bit. I confess that I'm often smudged by my failures and disheartened by my self-deception. Do we even know? I mean, it's interesting to me that he knows he's self-deceived. Because, <laughs> you know, on one hand, if you are self-deceived, how do you know? Would you know you're self-deceived? Well, It begins with just acknowledging the fact that it can happen, doesn't it? And that means pride has to go. Self-righteousness, self-aggrandizement, this sense in which we think much higher of ourselves than we ought. And here it is, blessed are the poor in spirit, as Jesus said, And he's expressing that when he says, I'm disheartened by my self-deception. I realize I don't know it all. And as a matter of fact, I fool myself all the time. He says, I'm unnerved by circumstances I can't understand. Let your love lift me like a tide so that I float free of destructive pride. I saw a little musicality in that line, (laughs) tide and pride, of course. But I want to float free of destructive pride and faithless fear. Float me out into the sea of your billowing love. And that's surely where we can rest, where we can float free. Seized by God's great affection. Resting in the fact that your father loves you, that you belong to him. Uh, That you can turn to him even when you've rebelled, even when you've sinned, even when you've run the other way, he is so eager for us to turn around, to turn toward him again. Mm. And then this last paragraph is so great. The, The opening line, make your way past the crowding of my little interests and remind me today, tomorrow and the next day, in whose path I walk, to whose welcome I move in whose promise I live and grow. Just a great reminder from Cornelius Plantinga in morning and evening prayers. I don't belong to myself. I belong to him now. And there's a great freedom in that. The burden's no longer on me to figure out who I am or to figure out how to fix everything or to... Uh, it, it, it just all is in his hands now. And there's a great, tremendous freedom. And it begins with that acknowledgement of uh, make your way past the crowding of my little interests. I, all of, for all of us, this is true. Our notion of who we are, our 
notions of, of what the, the course of our life should be are far too small. Um, his thoughts are higher than ours. His ways are beyond our understanding. And we do well to place our lives like this prayer does, place our lives completely in his hands. He says, my calendar is thick with things to rattle or undo me. I have no resources of my own for the coming hours. I'll not be strong enough, wise enough, or pure enough to keep from stumbling. And yet I'll be with you. And my friends, that is the solution we all need. Mm. As we said in one of our studies recently at the Village Chapel, uh, peace and the flourishing life is not just found in the absence of storms, but rather in the nearness of Jesus, our Savior. Let's pray to him. Lord, thank you for this day. Um, thank you for the gift that it is and for the opportunity to walk with you today. Help us, Lord, to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author, the one who writes it, the one who, who composes our faith, and the finisher or perfecter of our faith. Help us to fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. In whose name we pray, amen and amen. Have a great one. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas. Music by Phil Kagey.